Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk Show! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Caden. Don't give it up. They talk about the show, this group of four friends Been going for a million years, there's no end Watching every arc and saga, no sleep It's the king of anime, 1,000 episodes deep Yayo, Yayo, Yayo Talk show Talking about One Piece It's the name of the podcast We're not on by Yayo, talk show Talking about One Piece What's up, Wetches, Privateers, and Non-Binary Buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line, Turnet. If you're listening to this, we are covering part two of Punk Hazard. If you are tuning in for the first time here and didn't know that we were talking about Punk Hazard before, you should go back and listen to our last episode, episode 24, Gator Butt Boomers. I, or Gator Butt Boomer, I believe, is, is what we called it. Um, so just just so you don't pick up in the middle of this conversation, go back, listen to our last episode, and so on and so forth. But welcome in. Uh, let's introduce you to the crew. First, the captain of the Cruno Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. Hi, I'm writing on my hand as I speak. What are you writing? I'll never tell. All right. We'll never we'll <laughs> never have tweeted it already. <laughs> Wild theorist Caden Jensen. Molly, are you writing on your hand with the hand that's holding the pen, or is your other hand holding the pen? I ran out of room on on the non-dominant hand writing with my dominant hand, and I had to switch it up and get crazy and write with my left hand on my right <laughs> hand. Because there's your just left so much hand writes with like a death metal font. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's my Molly, edgelord hand. Have you seen <laughs> Memento? Yes. No. Okay. Well, just think about Garp and, and turn on Memento. Okay. Um, also, listen, listen, here's what we do. Movie night. That's movie night. And we watch movie Memento, night. but we just staple Garp's face over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> The Laugh Borg, Al McClelland, everybody. It's me. He came and a couple chuckles. He came in with the joke this time. That way we laughed first. And then <laughs> yeah. Laugh first, ask questions He's later. He's cracked the code. 
And I'm the internet's gentleman, Mark B. Donica. The B stands for Bonesman. What? I kind of goofed that yeah. a little bit, but we're did moving you, on. Moving also, on. All you, right. Did you intro Caden? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I asked you about your hands. Oh, I was writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, I know. That's why I asked oh. how you were writing on your hands. That's well, I just thought that was a general blood. interest. No, I mean, like, well, it was part of the intro, but, like, also it was a topic of conversation. So I wanted to keep the plot thread going because I was interested. So, yes, part of it was just very genuine. And the other part of it was just me trying to keep the episode going as we were talking about things and keeping things lively and topical. And then... And then Al made a joke, and then we all laughed, and now we're here, and now we're talking about the thing that we what talked year about is several it? minutes ago. <laughs> I'm thinking about other stuff. So yeah, when, we when I said Molly was multitasking, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Licks down at hand fondly. Multitasking. Ah! So we're not. So we're not going to talk about Buggy this time. We're going to actually focus, and we're going to talk about things that have nothing to do with clowns, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about Gar. Hyper focus. Listen. We're not going to bring up Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no promises, Mark. You can't, you, you can't make All that right. deal for me. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up Bucky any more than we already have. Don't make promises that you can't cash something. <laughs> Whatever. Rubber checks. If Caden and I are bringing up Buggy so much, you guys need to get on board with this GARP stuff. You need to start bringing up GARP more often, all right? We're doing your job for you. You've got to do my job for me. There, there's a character that that I want to talk about later with something that happens where uh, I'll, I'll, I'll recontextualize Uh-oh. what we call this person. That's fine. Uh-oh. 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 Anyway, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Caesar Clown, not, not a hate him. Hate not him. Absolutely. He is, he is Mr. Clown. Not a clown. Don't Mr. like him. Mr. Clown. Mr. Clown is my father. Um, but uh, <laughs> Caesar Clown is uh working to chemically recreate a a compound called SAD or SAD, uh, which goes which is part of a compound to create artificial devil fruits, which are supplied to uh, Don Quixote, Don Flamingo, which Don Flamingo then supplies to various vendors around the new world, including one of the four emperors of the sea, Kaido. Can I, can I, can I finally, can I say it? Can we pull the banner? Can we pull the cord and let the banner fly with the confetti? Uh, yes, cool, I think. Cool. Pull it. This is, giant banner says oh. Caden was right. The confetti comes down. You said the government. It's part of. <laughs> the, all right. All right. Who does Caesar Clown work for? Who does Caesar Clown work for? Who does number two work for? It was all experiments from Vegapunk. Who did Vegapunk work for? I don't yeah, I don't fair. know who who did The Marines! It's the government! It's all the government! They're doing it intentionally. And of course they're supplying it with the freaking Of course they're supplying one of the one of the other big people who's trying to keep the power balance in check with some of these artificial devil fruit. It makes perfect sense. It keeps their arbitrary ba- balance of power in place with backdoor deals. That's the government, baby. I hear Caden saying this with like a conspiracy board right behind her. <laughs> listen, listen. Red tape. It's me and Robin pointing at a poneglyph. It's like, it's all here. It's all here. We just got to read. I got bushels of stuff for Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> what we learn is that Caesar Clown is taking a side deal to supply Don Flamingo 
on the black market. Well, no, he's doing it to supply a person named Joker that we then find out is revealed to be Don Quixote del Flamingo. So the the way that we're learning about this, we're learning about this through the lens of, yes, the government is doing stuff, but we don't know exactly what their purpose is, but we know that all of the experimentation is happening on the black market in the world of piracy. They're effing around. They're they're effing around and they're mm-hmm. about to find out. And well, I guess we're about to find out. And so part of the the reason that Law wanted to make an alliance with Luffy was to shut down Sad Production, to shut down Smile Production, to shut down Don Flamingo, to then go after Kaido, to take away one of the big uh influxes, excuse me, to take away one of the big influxes of power for Kaido and Kaido's forces in order to take down one of the emperors of the sea. And that's ultimately the heading that we were given for everything that's coming next is that's, that's the plan. How far, how much do they stick to the plan? We'll talk about that in future episodes. We'll never tell. In the process of finding all of that out and Caesar clown experimenting on children, we meet Mocha and all of the kids um, being addicted, like forced addicted to drugs. I know we talked about Sanji already. Secondary problem. Uh, don't steal kids and uh, no, don't drug, drug kids. kids. Drug yeah. This isn't this isn't Halo. Okay, you can't just <laughs> you can't just take kids and there's then replace of, them with clones that die. And then... Okay, in Halo either. No, exactly. Yeah. Halsey's a monster. <laughs> Halsey yes. the clown. Halsey the clown. That's that's Mr. Clown. <laughs> yeah, mi- Mrs. Clown is my mother. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> But with this, uh, we meet Monet on the fire side of the island, who is one of Caesar's uh, underlings, who's like a uh, a harpy with a snow fruit that's just terrifying oh, and really and cool. And I hate that. She's I knew, I knew character. she was gonna Guys. like her. I knew it. I knew it. She was gonna like Monet. I knew it. It was it's really cool, really cool devil fruit power. Like really cool. Kind of a shame that that's that's gone now. Kind of really specific, or is people, it? People don't die in One Piece. No, people. Do, no, <laughs> she's really dead. Really, like, super mega. She's pretty. Dead. She's pretty it dead. Pretty. It was pretty obvious that Tashigi absolutely murdered the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. It's like and, literally and criticizing. Then. Literally criticizing Zoro. It's like, why didn't you end it? It's like I was gonna, but then you did it. It's like, no, you weren't. You weren't gonna do that, so I had to. It's like, okay, yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely S- true. Say that in a way like Tashigi didn't want to. No, she wanted to. She just yeah. watched like all of her friends die like frozen, giving yeah. thumbs up and peace signs and yeah. stuff. It's it like... was it was rough. Cool devil fruit though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like pr- pretty awesome. Cool motive, still murder. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cool motive, still murder, uh Virgo. We meet a no. vice admiral named Virgo oh. who's sort of I'm- I'm tired of this guy. Me this too. Is- Thank God he's gone. Hate him. Love his character quirk. Oh, his yeah. character quirk of stuff continuously being stuck to his yeah, face. Yeah, I and don't him not like. About I didn't understand. Like he showed up, and I'm just like, you gotta go. Gotta go. Well, Get thank God. Um, Virgo was the the guy on the inside that was working both angles of helping keep attention off of the black market deals for the military, while also working for Don Flamingo. And it, like cool fights, like a show of how vice admirable what vice admirables have admirable power in the uh-huh. sense of like uh-huh. what the uh-huh. limits can like raising the the level. And it showed where Smoker's at, showed where Law's at. 
Um, and ultimately, he gets cut into a bunch of pieces. Good. Speaking of getting cut into a bunch of pieces, F we meet Kinemon. Oh, buggy. Mm -hmm. Oh! Samurai pants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Samurai but pants. Uh, I don't remember. Was his epithet ever said of, like, his, his nickname? Uh, uh, Firefox? Foxfire? Yeah. Foxfire Fox yeah. Kinemon? Fox like, I, I just didn't want to say Firefox it. crashed. Sorry, one second. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Foxfire, that's what it is. Yes, yes, it was, it was, it was Foxfire Kinemon, and they, he said this, like, I ate this magical fruit that gave me the ability, and then Mark came into the Discord while I was, <laughs> while I was watching it, because I was putting, I was, I was just like, I'm going to watch it and watch One Piece on the Discord, and then I went off for two hours talking about this <laughs> one really thing did. that bothered the hell out of me. He's just like devil fruit, and I'm just like, that's weird. Mark, he doesn't Mark, know what it's called. Mark didn't oh, realize it, it, but he it. he was also in a, a diner situation. He just didn't realize it. He, just, <laughs> he didn't look around Tra to notice trapped the in a decor. diner of his own creation. I started sweating <laughs> for some reason, and then I joined the voice call. I, just, I didn't I know just, what it was. I just want to say this almost thematically. Every uh, every morning, I'd turn on uh, the TV at my hotel and put on uh, what was the Food Network, and the Food Network was only mm -hmm. playing diners, drive-ins, and dives. Triple and like, yes. this, this is almost like super thematic, like. Diners has been like a theme throughout uh, the history of friendship for us. Yeah, but anyway, true. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Foxfire Kinemon, like Denny's parking lot. Dude, Kinemon yeah. was yeah. Kinemon's awesome, and he was looking for his son, who was one of the people, one of the kids that were uh, abducted by Caesar Clown bastard, and mm -hmm. you know, and but his kid didn't actually. Uh, eat the candy that was laced with drugs, which don't don't do that ever. You're a you monster. Know, drugs, you know, awful. But it was uh, Kinemon and uh, what's his son's name? Momonosuke. Momonosuke. Momo. Momonosuke. First of all, Momonosuke is adorable. Momonosuke is <laughs> adorable. Second of all, Momonosuke eats a fruit. Mm -hmm. He eats he, a. He starves himself for ten days not eating the candy, and it just for. Parking. Wikipedia says humans can survive 11 days without food. Oh, so it's yeah. pretty dire straits. Good yep. thing you tapped out there. Yeah. yeah, oops, he found this this weird looking oops. apple and uh and became a dragon. Yeah, which I have thoughts on that too. Oh, dragons are real by the way. The thing is, is the, the, the start of this arc is just like, oh, there's a dragon here. And then there's a dude whose legs are sticking out of the dragon. It's a pants on head dragon. And he talks by farting. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Yeah. And then and then no. <laughs> and then See? Momonosuke eats eats one of the smile fruit and turns into a dragon. And I have thoughts on that now too. Can can I just say can I just say when you guys said he ate a weird looking apple, my first thought was a pear. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing. <laughs> You know what? Okay. Okay. Oh my god. Iconic. Iconic. That's not an apple. That's a weird looking apple. Well, no, because it's a pear. Oops. Tell me, tell me that's not what a pear is, though. I. I changed my mind. I kind of, I, I low-key loved uh, uh, Kinemon and Momonosuke. I thought they were very, very fun characters. I can't wait to meet, learn more about Wano. Yeah. Eventually, me too, man. Why? Me too. Why? My, my favorite Please? part, 
about also this arc in general is that it's like yeah so fishman island was pretty like you know bare bones we got to what we needed to do and then punk hazard starts with like whoa an island like half ice half fire whoa a dragon whoa a butt like it's just like the le- the <laughs> hype level butt. The, the hype yeah. level of this arc just goes up and up and up and up and up. it's like a roller coaster basically of like new and fun things but my favorite thing just before we get too far away from it my favorite thing is that when luffy finds the like the butt leg like the legs of kainamon he immediately becomes a centaur he's just he like i'm gonna be like frankie and frankie's not even there to appreciate it and then he's just like what's the first thing you would do if you found somebody's lower half i would call the police legs one i would of, call one the of police Frankie's worst ideas is one of luffy's favorite ideas of frankie's so, yes well, i also like how when they remove the legs from the dragon and everybody went oh my god you pulled too hard everybody freaks out like oh my god it's just half a guy holy crap Oh my god, I didn't mean to kill this guy, but I totally did. <laughs> he just pops right off. Yup. There's, uh, oh, there's yes. so much density. Um, and, and like we see other cent- quote-unquote centaurs that are remnants of the brownbeard pirates that Law turned into centaurs with his ability. See, that's again, it's like... They set us up perfectly. Luffy's making a joke and it's like, bet there are actual centaurs here. Yep. Like... Makes me laugh. <laughs> Luffy blends right in. And Mark and Al, like, call me out here if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure we've seen Brownbeard before in one of those around the world instances of like, you know, ah, the pirates are attacking. It's all whatever, whatever. No, I feel once, like we've once Whitebeard's once Whitebeard died and all of his territory yes. was quote unquote up for grabs. We definitely saw the Brownbeard pirates. Yes, <laughs> so I thought it was really cool that that he brought he was used he Oda is just like creates all these characters and then at some points he's like. Uh oh! I need somebody. Uh, opens drawer, sifts through everybody. Perfect, these guys. And it, it was like for somebody who has an eye for that type of like content, I like really appreciated that he used them. Also, in terms of white beard, black beard, brown beard, like <laughs> we got the brown beard. I think we got a peach beard too at some point. At some I point, correctly. but I don't remember if that was canon or if that was filler. I like peaches. Uh, peaches are good. Actually, yeah. spe- <laughs> speaking of filler, really quick. There is a filler arc after Punk Hazard that we're not going to talk about. Because nope. it's, it's only like three or four episodes and it really does don't nothing. Don't need it. It's, don't need it. I don't even know why they did it. Like, God, really. That's what I call it filler. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> I, like, we want to start, Caden, we want to start you on reading Chapter 700. And then we'll like plug you back into certain episodes when, whenever you get to a certain point. Understood. Yeah. Since since we're talking about the uh, outside and it's like real chilly and we're talking about brown beard. Uh Talk about two characters that I really loved in the moment, have completely forgotten until rereading Punk Hazard. Uh, there are these, uh, I don't know, two assassins on this island who happen to be brothers. And, uh, oh, are- those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. also- I forgot about these guys, too. I like. I forgot how much I love these. Like, this is such a cool idea and it is design and the Yeti like Cool Brothers. The Yeti Cool <laughs> Brothers. And I think one is named Scotch, and the other one is named. Oh, what's the other one's name? But I, their concept entirely, I was it's, just it's, like, it's, it's Scotch and Rock because it's Scotch, Scotch and on rock. the Rocks. Ah, <laughs> I, I yeah. love these guys, and they there's a shot in the manga where it's like I think it might be either Sanji and Nami's body or Zoro, I can't remember, where it's just like like. Whoosh, like it's like it's snow, like a, a snowstorm's going on, and they're standing on the hill, and then you just see this kind of silhouette of a squatch, and it's like, oh, Be- oh, 
It, yeah, it's just like what? Like, <laughs> like I'm still getting over the dragon situation, mm-hmm. but we're gonna bring we're gonna bring Sasquatches and like Yetis into this. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Yeti brothers, no one has ever seen their face. They're the size of skyscrapers, yet somehow always in shadow. It's, it's yep. really... so cool. And I it's mean, that's like... that's what it's like being tall. We can all agree on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can all agree on that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sorry, Molly. We're we're having a discussion. Yeah, no, sorry. we're having a we're, tall we're talking up here. here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no! Sorry, the tall oh, sorry. people just sounds shorter and shorter. How Set it up. Dare I'm you. Sorry. How dare you? I can't. Yeah, I totally you. forgot about the Yeti Cool Brothers when when they started showing up when I was rewatching again. I was like, oh yeah, that was cool. That's something we're never gonna see again, probably. <laughs> I mean, they were kind of brought in to reveal that Luffy gave himself poison immunity from the Magellan fight, right? Like he's he's dealt with the Worst poison. Yeah, he was just like, oh no, there was was just like, oh no, Luffy's gonna get poisoned. It's like, eh. It's like what? It's like, yeah, (laughs) shrugged it off. Whatever. That's nothing. Luffy's like, we all have IBS here. I don't know. You're not special. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) if that was a a a result of getting the immunity, is you you get a little bit of the IBS too. Oh, that what a terrible trade. <laughs> I just well, it's like wasn't that the whole point though with the the Magellan? Because like he was constantly on the toilet during that. That's uh, the the balancing for his for for that power being so strong was it. He is literally poisoned, so he has food poisoning all the time. <laughs> yeah, so we do I, communicate in toots. Yeah, that is. <laughs> That is, it's one of those moments again where it's on par dude, with dude, like, I'm a. God damn it. Alex. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those moments that like, it's on par with the I'm a rubber man, where it's like, how come bullets don't work on you? How come, how come like electricity doesn't work on you? I'm a rubber man. It's like, like one of my most poisonous gases. Yes, die, die in a horrible, horrible way. And then him being like, nah. Diplomatic uh. immunity. Oh, it's just a high pollen count today. You know what I mean? Like it, it just doesn't. Oh, my work allergies on him. are allergies. Yeah, are huh? Yeah, weird. And that I think that was the turning point on Caesar Clown as an antagonist for me, in the sense yeah. of still very dangerous, working for the government and the black market, experiments on children, abducts children, bad dude, bad, like bad dude, like like one hundred percent of bad bad dude. vibes. Bad dude, parentheses, derogatory. <laughs> Once he was completely depowered in the sense of we knew that Luffy could take this guy down. It was just then everything else that was attached to him that was, oh, well, we have to worry about Virgo. We have to worry about Monet. We have to make sure the, the kids end out, uh, like, get out okay. But then once we're, like, once everything was so so tied to Smiley, and the, the, mm-hmm. the big poison blob that was given the axolotl fruit. <laughs> very cute, by the way. Very, very cute. <laughs> I, I, I miss him. I love axolotls. <laughs> Adorable harbinger of death. <laughs> You would wish they would all be. But yeah, once we knew that it was something that Luffy could handle, then it became sort of a like a ticking clock of, oh, Luffy's got to take care of this as soon as possible. And we know we can. And I liked that Caesar became that sort of – he not necessarily he became a clown, but he became somebody – he was a good villain in the sense of we wanted to see him go down. And in the process – it was a lot of physical comedy and him being punished for all of the stuff that that he's done. And with with them 
like taking him away. It seems like we're going to have him for a little bit, depending on when they, whenever they get to dress Rosa. Um, and, and like, I just want if if there was a pan, I need to read it again. But there should be a panel in every chapter of him at least getting smacked around once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, from from my memory, they do keep consistence with that because good. Uh, guy never gets better. I'll say good. it. I'll say it. Guy's a jerk. No. 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 Don't like him, so better bop him in the mouth a couple times. And so we, we had that ticking clock of Luffy taking care of all of the poisonous stuff before everybody else could be saved from it. And uh, we get this new instance, this new danger near – I mean, we're, I'm going super fast through this, and we can go back <laughs> and talk about any bit of it. Because uh, Baby Five and Buffalo, who mm. are uh, portents – of Don Quixote do Flamingo come to try to take care of everything. I, I love I love her devil fruit. Baby yeah, Five. Her devil is fruit's awesome. <laughs> and his remarkable. devil fruit also should be awesome, but I just hate the way it looks. It's, He's yeah. Listen, like we're getting into Looney Tunes territory. Like absolutely. It really, it really is. Everybody's like a freaking like okay, so like everybody's technically a cartoon character, haha. But like literally uh-huh. like there there's instances where Luffy's just like Oh, I'm just gonna like blow the air out of my ears like Bugs Bunny. It's like, huh? I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> what else can you do? <laughs> what oh, else rubber can you man. do that I don't know? Yeah, but that's not a rubber property, okay? Rubber well, can't do that. He speeds <laughs> his blood up, like mm-hmm. you. Could, yeah, right, and you could rubber can't squeeze. do that either. What? What? It's uh, we're all cartoons. Are we? Oh my god, I'm a cartoon. I have news for everyone. <laughs> Oh no! Looks like I happen to be watching. An oh, wait, animated... <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, are you guys wearing white gloves too? Uh, oh no! Oh no! Okay. Oh no! By the way, Uh-oh. I just actually Googled about the white gloves because one of my friends was telling me about something, and we wanted to make sure it wasn't something. And I got the answer to that. The reason why, like, the gloves thing started is that Walt Disney was like, I don't know, people can relate to a mouse. How do I humanize him? He wears gloves. No why, joke. That's what Google that told me. the stupidest thing in the world? Yeah. At different anyway, times. Anyway. That's dumb. In different terms of time. character designs, I hate. I hate both their designs. <laughs> uh, there's nothing There's nothing that scares me more than seeing a woman in one piece dressed as a maid. Nothing could frighten me more. Yeah, because no, no, I just don't. It gets better because then it's just like the maid turns into a cannon. I just the don't think there's going to be gun. covered in guns. I just don't think there's going to be a level of respect here. I don't trust Oda the with fact, this level. The fact that she shows up with giant cannons on her back and a sword and dresses a mate is like, you know what? Funny. I Maybe like five more like Blastoise five. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, like it's it, this is the level of like ridiculousness that I've come to expect from from. And she comes in riding on on Buffalo, who's literally just like. Yeah, I'm spinning. I'm a spinning person. I spin. Buffalo, again, designs designs I don't like. It's just Buffalo, whatever. Not going to comment on it. I have to comment on this fool who has, like, tattooed his teeth. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Absolutely hate At it. At least yeah. do, like, grills so that you can take it off. Well, not grills, <laughs> but, like, some sort of something you can take it on and off with the crew logo on it. But, jeez. I just, I just, designs I don't. Say what you will. My opinion, I don't like it. You don't tattoo your teeth? 
Not with Tatif? Not with uh, Duffy's design. Well, Absolutely not. It's just every morning he wakes up and rubs off the old, like, wiped off Sharpie and then draws a new one. <laughs> Goes to work. I mean, I think it's the same design, Al. I've never seen this guy close his mouth before. I mean, his teeth sleep- gotta hurt. They gotta be so dry. Mm-hmm. Don't like dry that. Teeth. Dry- uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point licking them now. So, yeah, like God damn it. There, I, I, I like Buffalo <laughs> in practice. I also don't like his. Design. He's just like he's too much. Like that's we've got. He's a lot. That's so your line. Much. That's your line. Yeah. Look, mm. well, actually, no, we haven't hit the line yet. We're almost there. <laughs> We're I think very this close is, to my least favoritely designed character. This We're is so a, close. I'm this is a taste. Don't this be. Is just... Do not be. I'm excited. I'm They're excited. the worst. No, Caden. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to goof you on this. They're literally the worst. I'm excited to see what you hate. <laughs> no, I think, I think if we're... Dare I say, props to Oda for always keeping us on our toes. Seriously. <laughs> get it? Oh, God. It's... Why is it always toes and feet? I don't like... You know why. No! Like wiki like feet. Like wiki feet. <laughs> <laughs> no! Man, we are hive mining today. We're jacked in. Oh God! No. Anyway, this is just this is but a taste. Oda Oda is just like you know what I've been playing it safe so far. Let's really get into it. Actually, yeah, this is a weird tease for the next place that we're going because like we get a look at some of Don Flamingo's underlings. These are the freaks of the week that he's dealing with. It can only get worse from here. You yeah. think this guy might have an, uh, a an iota of fashion uh, iota. or decor? <laughs> you think that he'd have like even like the smallest instance of like fashion or appearance and then no. it's yeah it's like oh you're just i should have known by your pants but yeah okay all right we're going i guess pants butt or butt pants i don't know what you just said to me <laughs> <laughs> How dare you speak to me? I felt my eyes cross. How dare you? (laughs) Faded out. It's 30 minutes later. What did you say? Hello? Kaden and I keep doing this where it's like our mind just stops and we hear the (laughs) noise. It was like that where I was just like, Mark is talking to you right now. Mark's talking to me right now? Mark is talking to you right now. Oh, okay. Hi. (laughs) What? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Fair enough. Um, so like I'm I'm I know that I'm turboing through the last thing that the last couple of things that are like super important that I want to mention and we can go back and talk in in more depth is um law so they capture Caesar clown and go use ahead. him as a bargaining chip law tells Doflamingo that he'll return Caesar if Doflamingo renounces his warlord status and renounces the kingdom of Dressrosa as it like renounces him being the ruler of Dressrosa. And uh-huh. seemingly, Don Flamingo agrees. But in the midst of the news breaking around the world that Don Flamingo is renouncing all of this stuff, Don Flamingo made his way to Punk Hazard and almost killed Smoker for information, and who was then stopped by Kuzan. Who uh, thought he with the pipes? Just that thought he with the pipe showed up. And thought he with the pipes. With the pipe. <laughs> and then uh, and stopped everything. Doflamingo 
took baby five and Buffalo back to dress Rosa, presumably. And we, we got to see more of Don Flamingo's abilities. Like we saw everything that Smoker had gone through during this arc and how much stronger he had become. But when faced with a power like Don Flamingo's, which a warlord, a, a warlord will also just whoever the hell this man is, mm-hmm. um, was nothing. Absolutely this nothing. This Macklemore but a Nazi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I as a as a reader, I, I just want to emphasize that like at this point in the manga where they're like, We did it, y'all. The pla- maybe Luffy went a little off skew, but the plan's coming together. Like, hooray. And then hard cuts. The the fear I felt reading this, even reading it again, of just seeing Don Flamingo on the way. Like like just sprinting, sprinting to get the. Dr- that, it's like it's it's like watching a zombie movie and being like, "This won't be so bad." And then seeing the zombies start sprinting at you, the like the guttural fear, the fight or flight of seeing him, all, like being like, "Yeah, okay, kids, sounds good." Hangs up immediately, starts running like Terminator style to like I like he's flying like it's just so. Can we like? Can we talk uh, about how that? phone call happened where like law asked Don Flamingo for all that stuff. Absolutely. Go ahead. He decapitated baby five and Buffalo put their heads on a raft. Yeah. And because his power, he, he doesn't kill you when he like bisects you. He just, now your parts are separate. So he pushes that out to sea with a telephone on it. A dented Mushi that looks like law, which is amazing. It's uh, like a operation. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that like the image without knowing they're alive is horrifying, but it's it's just like definitely a power move on his part. The ideology again with the freaks of the week with Don Flamingo is that it doesn't matter if you're a freak of the week. What matters is family, Don. <laughs> Don Flamingo. But it's 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 to the extent of like we're family, whether you like it or not, that that means certain things. But that the fact that Doffy is so committed to these freaks of the week is interesting. I always thought that was very interesting where it's like, I don't like this guy at all. But like he very clearly clears for his minions. And like, it's weird how this is working out. And I feel like like if we were dealing with uh, Crocodile again. And they're like, yo, man, we got two of your subordinates here. What are you going to do about it? He'd be like. Okay, cool. I'll 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 put a post online to fill their spots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I think that with most villains we've met so far, none of them would blink if their subordinates suddenly died, or you know what I mean. Like, it would be inconvenient, but it wouldn't be uh, emotionally scarring by any means, or like mean anything to them. But seeing that like Do Flamingo cares about his minions, I think is very interesting. Um, yeah. So now that we've we've said it all. There are like very specific things I want to talk about that have really nothing to do <laughs> with like the story progression. Can, can we talk about Buggy again? Are we going back? Oh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, are we going back to the diner? No, no, no. There's just there's a lot of like small moments in this arc that I really loved and like just just like we're we've seen we've seen Caesar or not Caesar, sorry, we've seen Smoker and Tashigi again for the first time since I think Marine Ford. But when we first really got to know them was in Alabasta, and they do a really great parallel scene in this arc of all of them locked up together. 
and them even like saying it like and law having no context for it really of them being like she 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 this reminds me of alabasta good times good times like I love that moment so much. <laughs> like, I think Caesar is monologuing at them, too. And it's just like they, they show a shot of all them tied up, like with the uh, devil for, or, um, gosh, uh, uh, sea, sea cuffs. cuffs. Yeah. And then just being like, it's like, what do you have to say about that, Straw Hat Luffy? And then cutting him and Luffy being like, she, she, she. Like, oh, man, I miss Phoebe. And then them being like, idiot, shut up. I remember <laughs> that time, too. It's just, I love that moment so much. It's great. The end. <laughs> okay, great. Moving on to my next point of context. I like the part where they steal the coats. That part's funny. Well, did they... Do we actually see see Kinemon's ability? We do. Okay, because yes. like I'm I'm trying like I skipped around a lot in in recapping, and I know what it is. You but didn't do your research. We, we didn't. We didn't <laughs> say it. Read the poneglyphs. We know. <laughs> we know what everything is if we could just read them. You I think I can read? Yeah, that's a big <laughs> assumption from you. Respectfully, my bad. My bad. I try not to. His power is if you put a leaf on your head, he can summon clothing. Yeah. Of any kind, he like can Tanuki. Things. It exists until or you even take a it box. Off. Yeah, he's he's like it's he can generate disguises. He can generate clothing. He can gen like it's it's mostly known for Tanukis, but foxes can also do it. Oh, that's right, that's right. Me yeah. and my uncultured ass. I know you're thinking about Animal Crossing, my friend, Absolutely. but guess what? Red is right there. Dude, all I right? just I just got new amiibo cards and I'm I'm excited to to get back into the game. Anyway. Hooray. Wow. Um, uh, back to the grind, huh? Right? Seriously. With uh yeah, the why why about them getting coats? Why? I'm curious. I just like this moment where they're like, man, it was real sweaty on the other side of the island, and then I think it's brown beard. They're like Brr, real cold over here. Brownbeard shows up in, in his whole regalia of like, we're going to defeat you. Like, be intimidated by our weird bodies. <laughs> and then coats. they just, they cut, they cut back and they all got that like hungry look in their eye. And they're like, hmm, <laughs> like, you know, uh, what's the, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's the warehouse commercial for when you get coats. Burlington. They're like, hmm, Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> 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 I, it's one of those things right where i'm like the reason why i bring it up is because i was talking about design earlier where like even though they stole these coats literally off somebody else's backs the the coats they steal for themselves work aesthetically for them like i really like luffy's like red and white well, coat i think it's very Waldo iconic <laughs> yes i think it's there very iconic there he is officer that's the man officer but yeah, I think that, mo again, it's like that really another playful moment in this arc where it's like what would normally be, you know, Usopp screaming in fear of new enemies is just like, no, we're good. Like, we'll take those coats, please. Please and thank you. Um, and even to that regard, I believe like after that scene, like Luffy has scored them a ride with Brownbeard because... His, like, weird ability to kind of, like... Make friends wherever he goes. Make friends wherever he goes, but also in terms of animals. Like, <laughs> that he is always, like, either he's going to eat you or befriend you if you're an animal. And it seems to, like, play out in this regard because he's the guy's, like, half gator. Gator butt. Boomer. <laughs> gator butt boomer. boomer. Yeah. Um, um, so I, I thought that, that part was silly. 
one of my favorite parts is just learning more about Law's uh, devil fruit, like the obvious yes. me. Like aside from the problematic usage we first see of it, it in action, like in combat, is the coolest shit ever. Like that. Literally, the next thing I wanted to talk about Al is that we got to fully we got to fully understand the like severity of Law's like devil fruit and i honestly because we just because we've seen law before i really feel like in the time that oda gave himself to figure out who this character was gave us this like reward for like he really thought about it and like like just like really like a stow shopper arc in terms of like seeing the the range of this devil Mm -hmm. fruit is so cool well it's like how can somebody else be on the same level as luffy oh that's how like (laughs) he can create a sphere of influence where he has complete control over everything in that sphere. Like that's in, that's amazing. That is it's such, so that cool. is such a general idea that's used in such a cool way. It's the OP OP no me. Like it's literally, <laughs> literally he just it. goes room and it's like, it's an operating room. I get it. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, it, it just, I assignment yeah. understood. I, again, operation, you know, we've all been there. And we saw, like, a little bit of it, but, like, Oda didn't go into full detail on Shibodi. Uh, Shibodi. Sh- Sabu Adi? No, I got it wrong again. <laughs> Don't care at this point. Sabu Odi. Sabu Odi, that's the one. I got uh, Where I got I, he, he's, thank you. He's got, like, a, I, I remember it very distinctly. He has this kind of, like, uh, crowd of Marines in front of him. And I believe he slices and dices. They're still alive. And I can't remember... I think he did pull the heart out or something at, at that point, but it's like, I don't think he did the full, like, I don't think we saw a room in that regard. And I so think, there was an I air. I thought of, we saw room. Did we? Okay. There was like an air of mystery of like, we how's this room. guy we, doing we did this? see room. Yeah. Okay. That's how uh, he uses room when he uh, flips the ship. <laughs> that's right. Flip that's he right. flips his ship and he's <laughs> in room. That guy, you, listen, you convinced him and he was like, you know what? I ship these two people now. You got me. I flipped my ship. But that's also how he became a warlord (laughs) is that he delivered, like, we hear before we see any of this that he delivers 50 hearts to the Marines. It's like, that's brutal. And then we're like, how did he do that? And we learn, oh, because he can just collect hearts easily. It's a a pretty cool superpower, dude. Neat. (laughs) Really neat, dude. I can't wait to still hate you. Uh, sorry, I just don't like law. I really, I don't, I don't know what it is. You know what? No, I do know why I don't like law. I do, I do know why I don't like law. I feel like, and and this might just be me, and maybe why I like the main like cast so much. Where in most media, I tend to like the other characters, like the side characters, a lot more. And um, like, I'll, I'll case in point, one of my favorite characters in Steven Universe was Lapis. And Lapis was very much a side character alongside everything until like way, way later. But in One Piece, like I really, really like the main crew a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm just like, I actually am watching this for the main characters for a change. Usually that's not the case. I'm I'm the I'm the like, there's my favorite character in the back. The one that doesn't have a name and doesn't speak too often. That's it. That's my Olive? favorite. That's my favorite right there. Oh, yeah, Olive. Um, Olive. Olive not, yeah. not her again. Remember Olive. I love uh, what a great design. Um <laughs> it's so real like legitimate. Never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna get distracted. Um but I like them so much because they are the qualities I like in those side characters where it's just like 
we're the side characters are generally there to keep the main character on task because there's a million plot points that are happening at any given point and it's just like hey don't forget about this is what this like side so your job is to make sure that person a doesn't forget what person a should be doing in this in the whole thing whether it's by like you getting kidnapped or you getting like you know it's like really emotional about something that they they forgot or like the whole point of things and the reminder thing and then like then you go off and don't do anything and the main crew kind of don't need that because Luffy is constantly like, I know what I'm doing. What are you doing, Luffy? I'm going to be king of the pirates. Uh, you want to like, anything else? Nope. Going to be king of the pirates. Going to make some friends along the way, but mostly just that first one. Going to be king of the pirates. This is my friend. These are my friends. Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to be king of the pirates and they're going to be, they're going to be with me while I'm king of the pirates. And then Law is just like, I'm going to play 8D chess and I'm going to figure <laughs> everything out and I'm going to overanalyze all of these different avenues and my perfect pathways through every single thing. And Luffy's just like, you want to be friends? And Law's just like, an alliance? No. Friends? An alliance? No. <laughs> okay, I guess if that's friends, your word for friends, I mean, sure. That's that moment where you're like, are you, who hurt you? Who, like, <laughs> you you've had friends Law, before, right? Law you know what friends so, are. Law is so like, conniving in a lot of ways and like ultimately yes he's doing things for for good reasons but like i don't know i i i, I like maybe it's just me i'm at a point in my own life where it's just like just tell me <laughs> yeah it's like what are you up to like i need to pretend that i'm actually evil so i'm going to do all of this evil shit but then i'll excuse it in like 10 minutes because actually i've been on your side the whole stop being confusing why don't you just like, <laughs> why don't you just do a misdirect that they'll notice and you don't actually hurt the people you want to be friends with because you're just making a bad like whole situation worse by doing all of this and you put Sanji in Nami's body. I know that you don't know that that's a problem thing, but that's a problem thing and you could have just not done any of that. It's, it's one of those things that Oda does where I'm just like, I know why, but like Oda, why? Because it's, it's whenever we meet the new biggest, baddest, you know, person that's coming across Luffy's path, like Saba Odi, where we meet the worst generation. I'm still thinking about how he introed Law and, like, I always remember kids intro where it's like, what's this guy famous for? Oh, literally killing every single person on every island they've ever been to on the way here. And it's just like, and then we get to meet him and I'm oh. like, I don't hate him, and but it's like, why do you, Oda, it's like, why it's like this this constant like pedigree of like how bad are they Ooh, they killed everybody (laughs) wow they must be so bad and then you meet him with luffy and you're like "Uh uh-oh this guy's like super relatable and funny and like i don't but then like did you guys forget about the mass murder because i haven't and i'm like don't know how i feel about this i mean the law is like a great foil for luffy because he has a similar amount of success but has no sense of humor whatsoever. Like he's, he is strictly business for his entire journey in the East blue up to the new world. And so seeing someone who doesn't take most things seriously, just completely like shatters the way he thinks things are supposed to work. And, and just to explain the like methodicalness that he has done on his journey, getting to the point where he is now like, he launched in the same generation as Ace, but he took his time. He didn't leave the Blues until Luffy got there. Like, that's like three or four years, basically. Um, well, he's, he's, so he's, he's really took his time. It's also like a great way to explain 
so concerning getting to Marine Ford with Luffy is that Luffy speed ran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luffy is on the ends of a constant speed run to get to his goal. Whereas like most people, I don't know, go to college, you know, intern a little bit before they get to their career state. Luffy said, don't need it. I'm just going to get the career job right now. Like yep. he's just like, I don't need any credentials. I know I'm good for this job. I'm going for it. And, and it's just like, the, it, it, also, I think uh, Law is a similar age to Ace in that regard, and so I always it just always is like so eye opening when it's like, oh, Luffy really is running because the people who are in the same generation as him were on the seas like four to five years earlier, or if not longer than you know than Luffy, just depending on like when they launched technically on their journey from one of the blues, the prodigy of Punch. It's pretty crazy. I just pretty Afaya crazy. Stata. I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna look around the room and I'm gonna kind of just uh-huh. like suspiciously uh-huh. glance around. How old is Law? Uh, I want to say I want to say a little, I, little I, questionnaire I, here. I I'm gonna say, say 21. I was gonna say, do we want to save this for a quiz show? No, or is this th- th- a- th- I'm I'm not gonna do age questions <laughs> on the quiz show. Don't gonna worry, do it's gonna be much more complicated. Okay, I'm gonna say. Can we take guesses? Yeah, go ahead. Wait, I'm gonna say. I will, hang on, I need to change my answer just because I'm thinking pre time skip. So yeah, Luffy, let's, let's do pre time skip. Okay, so uh, Luffy launched at what, sixteen or seventeen? Seventeen. I'm not talking about Luffy. No, no, no. I know. It's like I think he launched at seventeen because Chopper's fifteen and Zoro and Sanji are nineteen. So I think pre time skip law is either twenty one or twenty two. You gotta pick one. You got uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Uh, I think he's older. I think he's older. We're doing pre-time skip, right? Pre-time skip. Okay. Uh, I think he's Gib. older than that. I think give number like the way the way that he acts. He's just like he's like I've got my entire life figured out, which feels like an early mid twenties thing. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna <laughs> well, say twenty four. Okay. Yeah, that was, I, that was gonna be my guess, but now I have to pick a different number. You don't, no, you don't, don't have, have to. to. You don't have to. It's like he has he has the overconfidence. Like I figured this whole adulting thing out of like I a twenty. Still can't rent a car. This guy, yeah, this guy's brain hasn't actually fully developed at twenty five just yet. So, so Al, are you saying twenty four as well? Yes. Good because you and Caden are right. It's twenty four. Oh! I knew it. In we this weird later. In this weird nebulous <laughs> world where we're not counting. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The fear. The fear. No, we're not. We're not doing that. (laughs) That's a free one to to grease the wheels. Go listen to Yayo Game Show episode one, and Yayo Game Show episode two will come soon. Let's just say soon. Um, But yeah, twenty four pre time skip, twenty six after. Law. I feel like because now we're going to be spending some time with him, that we're going to learn a little bit more. Whether that makes you like him or not, that's going to be time will tell on that. No, but <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. no, nope. just no. Um, I wanted to let, let's swing back around. Does anybody have anything else that they wanted to talk about for yes. this is okay. Go ahead, Molly. <laughs> uh, on that, going back to my list of things I liked. How many? it's not it's not really though they're just quick little things thick two c's this is this is 
Yeah, man. It's it's I okay. Sorry. Three There's this, a really great Nami moment in this arc that I feel like we haven't seen since Arlong, um, where she's thinking about her mom and that oh, like yeah. another one of those instances of like not all Marines are bad, not all Marines are good. You know, like not all pirates are bad, not all pirates are good, etc. People are gray, grayscale. But like the fact that you know Marines chase them, they're currently chasing them with Smoker and Nami being like, "Yo, shout out to to strong like strong femme presenting uh, Marines." Got to be my favorite gender. Like you know, she's like doesn't really know Tashigi, but in this arc is just like. Damn if I don't respect her though. Like that's like I love to see it. Favorite genre. Um and and being in a situation where you know Nami takes responsibility for these kids basically in this arc. Nami has Nami's request is let's save the kids. Um and we're getting more instances of that where the crew is as a whole like we're getting Luffy to be pirate the you know the king the pirate kings. We all have our own skills and aspirations. But at any point, you know, during the current situation, they are like, no, I'm feeling very passionate about this in this moment. And I need you to back me on this right now. And like for Nami in this arc was, let's save the kids. I can't leave these kids. Like, I can't. I'm seeing a little bit of myself in this. And like, I can't just let these kids go. And everybody in that group was like, Okay, like they're like, you know, beforehand, we're like, let's ditch the kids. The kids are going to drag us down. We got to get out of here. And then Nami being like, let's save the kids. And then being like, well, we're saving the kids. Like, you don't have to twist my arm about it. Like, I, mean, I that, guess we're going to do it. That was also one of the first things Luffy asked of Law is like, we, okay, part of this alliance is that we're going to save these kids. Like, they, they all understand what the morality assignment is. It's like, what, what do we do as the Straw Hat Pirates? They, there is this constant, like, not even a question of where do you draw the line and being in a crew of, like, listen, Luffy, we understand even though you're a goofy little captain, your word is law. Well, what about law's word? Law's uh, word doesn't matter. <laughs> law's word is illegal. Law's hey. word is shut up, law. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the fact that it's it's a constant ebb and flow of this is what I'm not willing, this is the line I'm not willing to cross but it being like a great vocal, you know, conversation with Luffy and being like, Luffy, I want to save the kids. And Luffy kind of acknowledging that and being like, yeah, we're going to save the kids. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like that. Where it's like they aren't playing hero, but it's all about like what the crew is feeling in that moment morally or like what their goals line up to no- figuring out the situation at hand. And this was a really great moment for Nami. I think this is the moment that really messed up that one of those game show questions where it's like, what would they be doing in real life with their careers? And I think it's this moment where Oda was like, yeah, she'd be a school teacher. And it's like, you understand whether people are, that's a position that you can have. Yeah, it's just like, that's the one you're going to go with though, Oda? I don't know, maybe a little sexist, but like, come on. Well, something something with this whole moment and with sort of the the celebration at the end of the arc that's sort of become a one-piece staple of once the arc's over, we have a party and everybody gets an opportunity to relax and maybe chat and intermingle is we have Caesars captured, We have Caesar's crew, like Caesar's underlings uh, that haven't died, and the G5 Marines and the Straw Hats and the kids 
all partying together. And this creates sort of a first, you know, more so than just the people on the island, but this creates an impression on a lot of Marines and like hardened Marines that are like prone to pirate torture as, as we've heard. And they're, this is a different type of pirate. This is them. This is the Straw Hats endearing themselves to the Marines just by being themselves and just by being helpful to a point where, you know, smokers kind of always been presented as as a rival or a friendly rival or or whatever. But now that he's rising in the ranks and following them along in the new world, this is a great opportunity for more and more Marines on the ground level to under to be like, well, the Straw Hats aren't that bad. You know, they save these kids. Maybe they're not so bad. And as the tides start to change in Luffy's favor, as they start going after this, like this kingdom and the, and this pirate, uh, uh, war, not, not a warlord. What the hell am I trying to say? Like Kaido and the, the, yeah. The, uh, the emperors, emperors. The emperors, as they're going after these emperors, they're starting to change hearts and minds on the ground level. And that, that's going to do so much more in the world's view as they get, at least in my thought. Oh, and this, and we also get a name drop for, for Akainu, and it's much easier to say. Uh, as he gets closer and closer to Sakazuki, <laughs> he's going to have more people. Sakatumi. Okay, all right. Very nice. <laughs> um, as we get closer, closer and closer to Sakazuki, he's going to be, Luffy and the Straw Hats are going to have more people on their side by the time they get all the way to the new Marine stronghold. Mm-hmm. And, and this arc was a great way to sort of start that. And as the G5 start to uh, like return to G5 and tell the stories, it's just going to permeate through the Marines. And with Garp still around at the very least, not maybe not necessarily in charge and Kobe and Helmeppo, like Luffy is starting to change more and more of the Marines and, and something that we uh, Sanji is canceled like officially. And we've all mm-hmm. decided that, but I, one of the moments one of the moments that gave me hope that maybe Oda has something bigger in mind for him was him using a new comic kempo a new comic recipe to sort of heal like heal and help everybody recover uh in in the party like for the party yeah and and yeah. him using that recipe he under like he uh, that that shows that he understands the importance of that culture and of these and and of these cooking techniques and it makes me hope beyond hope that at some point in the future it's not going to erase any of the the terrible things that he's done yeah but maybe he can come to a level of understanding and be a an actual person instead of this caricature maybe he'll apologize and mean it yeah maybe yeah Yeah. I have Probably three not. more mm-hmm. on my list of things oh I want to talk about. Goodness, molars. Yeah, I'm gonna go real quick. I have three three remaining things oh that my. I think you all would want to talk oh about. My. The moment when the kids see Frankie and he's like a mecha beetle. Robots! Yeah, Robots! I love that. I love that moment because again, like as we were talking about joining up again, uh, Saba Odi Part Two Ow! of Frankie <laughs> of Frankie of Frankie being like. Will they notice if I'm weird or not? Like, will they notice? Like, I don't know. I'm scared. Robin made me like get in my head. I'm not sure. This is like a really redeeming moment where the kids were just like, 
And Frankie being like, yeah. Still cool. <laughs> so cool. The end, too, when they see the giant, like, the giant robot version of Frankie, they're just like, yeah, General hey, Frankie. Robot! They're just like, yeah. It's like, yeah. So gratifying. So super validating. Um, I want to talk about Virgo for, like, one millisecond of that. It's been an incredibly long time since we have met a marine whether it be like a vice admiral admiral whatever you want to call them we haven't met a marine with a very specifically weird trait in a long time like when we met garp originally before we knew who garp was dude was wearing a dog hat like Mm -hmm. axe hand morgan Mm -hmm. like it's been a very long time i feel like we got to marine for it it's like a lot of these guys are just normal. They're just assholes. But, like, they're not, like, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, they don't, you know, it's just, basic like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, really. They're real basic. Al, exactly. They're very basic. <laughs> and as we're, as much as I hate Virgo, I just was, like, super enthralled with his quirky character trait of, like, food. Not even, like, food. It got to a point where Oda was, like... How much can I push this joke? Like an entire hamburger like patty. hamburger patty on his face. Like I, I really, I kind of missed that. It's been a while since he's been really playful with that. He took one bite of a burger, the patty fell out. Where did it go? And he just lets it sit there. For somebody as dangerous as Virgo, but we still get this like little like, hey, remember when we did this? That was fun. I, I really appreciated that. Um... And then the very, very, very last on my list, which is technically the beginning of this arc, the very top tier of this arc. I don't think we talked about it in the Fishman Island. When the Straw Hats surface from Fishman Island to the surface to this island, the Marines are laying in wait for them on on what would have been normally the island that they would go to leaving Fishman Island, realize they somehow got away from them and have surfaced somewhere else sprint to go meet them on this island basically when they surface they see uh a what do they call it like a gaggle a gaggle of whales a pot of whales a pot of whales and brooke immediately is just like laboon it's laboon everybody it's laboon and he starts to sing bink sake and i it's just like i don't know again on that like very small list of just like i like it that was a nice moment i really like that moment this I, I don't know if it was if it, they were trying to get it, but I think it was implied that this might have been Laboon's pod. Yeah, it's they all have similar, which is not uncommon with whales, but the scarring on their noses is very similar to Laboon. Um, but yeah, they seem to like they seem to imply it. There seems to be a level of comprehension with the whales too. Um, I mean, Laboon can understand sentences and people's gestures and like. So the whales are super intelligent. They have and a, full yeah, conversations it has a favorite stuff. song and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I think like in terms of not even like they don't know what their kid's name is. You know what I mean? But I, I think that they will remember Luffy's crew and the ship and Binksake. I think is what I, you know is what what I am thinking of at least. But it's just like it was nice. Like it's like. We just kind of got Brooke and it's been like, again, two years without Brooke and then having Brooke again and then, you know, kind of giving him this moment is really sweet. I really liked that. Um, and then, yeah, it like worked out where, you know, I think they went, they, 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 yeah, they went through like (laughs) an underwater maelstrom or something. It was just like why they like, they, oops, they got like off course of where they should have been going and then found they, cause it's 
from my understanding, like Punk Hazard doesn't have a magnetic field, right? Mm-hmm. They they just kind of they just kind of like oops found it, which is also like when they show up and it's like, how did you guys? And then there was we're a, a there was a Google Maps call as well mm-hmm. that pulled them closer. But them them being like, yo, what about Google, Google Maps? Did not want to go and check out just so we're mm-hmm. yeah. Mo- the the thing that actually starts this whole thing is Luffy's just like. Hey, the phone's ringing. It looks like somebody needs help. Nobody answer it. Luffy, 10 seconds later. Hello? And that's how the arc starts. <laughs> we'll be right over. And the absolute last thing I will say, the absolute, and then I will, I will, I will silence myself five ever, is that no. this is the second time we've gotten to see Minnie Mary. And the first time they used Minnie Mary was to uh, go uh, on land to Thriller Bark and then the second time was getting on Punk Hazard, basically. And I think it's very funny that, like, the only person who took both those trips was Usopp. And he has not learned his lesson, which is why they, they had to draw straws. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. He's like, it's trade with me. And they're like, oh, you're lucky. Absolutely not. No! You get yeah. to go on the, oh, the lava island? This is cool. Yeah. Usopp basically pleading to not have to go. Someone else. Anyone else. Please, I don't want to die. <laughs> I was just so ha- I love Mary, so I was really happy to see Minnie Mary again. Dude, shout out to Minnie Mary. Minnie Mary thinking in, in retirement, you know, oh, it'll be, they'll only use me for, like, grocery store shopping or, you know, like, you know, nope. if, if Spook- the hat goes island overboard. Ice island. <laughs> and, like, they keep throwing Minnie Mary and I'm like, you guys have not learned your lesson in terms of, like, what Mary can handle and what Mary can't handle. Like, you're going to yeet Minnie Mary up into the sky by accident. <laughs> like, I would have loved to get one of the, like, characterizations that we used to get with full-size Mary of, like, they reach the island and they, like, splash <laughs> and it's covered with water. But the, the figurehead looks like it's sweating because of the magma. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, like, please, please let me go home. The moment where they fall off the Sky Island and everybody's eyes have dislocated from their body, but also Mary's eyes have dislocated. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I like there was a there was a tag at the end of the the arc when everybody's sort of recovering, where they sail. They made sure to say that they sailed back around to grab Minnie Mary and bring it back in. Yes, yes, very. It's important. It's very important. Absolutely. Thank you, Frankie. <laughs> Does anybody else have a a Molly uh, length list? <laughs> no no <laughs> is it also written on your hand like i wrote it on mine did you really write it on your hand yeah i'll take a picture i absolutely believe you you don't have to <laughs> i absolutely believe you too <laughs> don't put you don't need to put that on the internet i do want to see it though you tweet it out when this episode releases i was literally like i'm gonna keep forgetting i i, I was just like but i want to talk about these things very quickly and then i just like quickly write it on your hand like you're in front of a computer you can take notes <laughs> no mark you don't understand you're right i you, don't you don't understand <laughs> i got the loud keyboard i'm on that computer oh okay fair enough i do have one thing i want to say please this is where it like i know we got through fishman island and the fishman island was kind of just like this this like well this is the new world it's like Fishman Island felt like okay. Let's let's harken back to some things. Let's hit on some plot points and let's slowly introduce some things. This Punk Hazard feels like the beginning of the New World. This yeah. is like fit, not not this whole arc, but this whole arc ending specifically is like all right. Everything before this was like we're preparing you. And now that Punk Hazard is over, it's just like, 
Now you are in the new world. Now you're in the thick of it because we had to go through Fishman Island to get here. Punk Hazard wasn't on the list of stops. It was an accidental stop in a lot of ways. Now it's time to get to the new world and Dressrosa, you said? Dressrosa. Yeah. We said, you said. No, Mark said. Red Dress Island. You said. No, I said, are we going to Dressrosa? And then Mark said, Dressrosa. And I'm like, Dressrosa? (laughs) So, well, no, I said that we are at the beginning of the Dressrosa saga. Right, which means we have to be going to Dressrosa. At some point. Well, technically, Punk Hazard is in that saga, Caden. That's what I'm saying, is Punk Hazard was the Do you understand? Do you understand? I did not know that. Yes. Do you understand why we're having problems trying to figure out how to cut this up? <laughs> yes. This is the, these are the problems we're having and why one of us is saying, well, technically in me saying, no, it's its own thing. This is why. Now that the name has been dropped, we can sort of hey. sh- show you one of our cards. There it is. And what card is it? It's an island. It's a reverse uh, card. It's a Joker card. Okay. It's the card. We all had different answers. That shows how how on. Uh oh, we're showing too much of our hand. Uh oh. <laughs> what game are we playing? We have a Joker, an island, and a reverse card. Poker. Oops. <laughs> I have the instruction card. Did I win? I have old maid. What does, this, does that mean? I win. Go fish. I have the one that says draw thirty two. <laughs> so with with this, I think we are going to call it here. Keep in mind, coming soon is going to be port predictions or the predictions port. We'll we'll nail it we'll, down. We'll we'll, we'll we'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out. Branding to predict. So make sure to stay tuned and subscribe anyway. But also for that, because for now we're going to take it home. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for, for what whatever comes next, because, oh, boy, do we have a lot on our plate. But, oh, Boise, um, Idaho. Even we don't even know. We really don't. But until, <laughs> until we come back, uh, let's uh, let you know where you can follow us on social media. Caden, why don't you start us off? Hi. Hey, what's going on? You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Tumblr, Instagram at Caden Jensen, K-D-I-N-J-E-N-Z-E-N. Or you can find me on TikTok. Talk, and that's real Caden Jensen, R-E-A-L-K-D-I-N-J-E-N-Z-E-N. I'll see you there. By the way, new VTuber model launched. Uh, it's it's thick and bouncy. Please enjoy that. <laughs> Three C's of thickness. Yeah, I was going to ask As how somebody many who's C's seen it. Was. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, four it, C's now, baby. Four C's. It, it pee sick. One day we'll get to the seven C's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, redesign after redesign. Uh, Al, where can the <laughs> folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Al McClellan Jr. That's A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D. Uh, good luck. Best you forgot the luck. JR. Oh, JR? Damn it. There's a JR. <laughs> oh, no. That's, it really was good luck. That's why Al wishes the luck. That was a test. I did that on social media once and went, oh, and I had to like delete and just because I, I forgot the JR. Don't forget the JR. You can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Mark B. Donica. How about you, Captain? You can find me on Twitter at Flood, T-E-H-F-L-O-O-D. You can find me on Tumblr, uh, Molly Flood, Molly K. Flood, depending on what you're looking for. And we have a Yayo Talk Show Tumblr. So if you like, I don't know, One Piece, just come follow us. There's content. I don't know. It's a podcast about One Piece. I know. You like it? It's the name of the Uh fan art. Uh oh, memes. Uh-oh. <laughs> oops, oops, all content. Oops, all content. <laughs> Tumblr.fm slash, I don't know. 
I haven't been on Tumblr in years. Going along with how most arcs and sagas have ended, now that you've listened to the episode, you've joined our crew. With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a comment or a review, following us on Twitter and Twitch at Yayo Talk Show, and letting Caden catch up on the show in one piece. So come aboard, and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece.